everybody, it's Kelly Cooper, and welcome to episode 215 of the Life Made to Order podcast. Why your personal growth may make you more selfish. And the inflection in my voice there is kind of like air quotes, right, to imply that that's not actually true, but that's how we perceive it and how other people might perceive the changes you feel called to make. And I was inspired to do this podcast because I posted one of my updates on my social media thought for the day, little nuggets of, you know, my little thoughts about um, in the scenario where doing what you want means someone else is mad because they're not getting what they want. It's important to remember in that scenario, you're not the person that's being selfish. And it really resonated. I got a lot of feedback on it. A lot of people were like, wow, that really spoke to me. And one person in particular wrote to me, one of my readers, talking about how it really hit home because she's kind of going through something similar with, you know, her more independent nature is kind of at odds with her spouse's nature, which is maybe a bit more clingy and, and wanting to be together all the time and, and taking her her need of personal space and wanting to do things alone, you know, taking it very personally and, and make, thinking, you know, it's some kind of affront to her and then the you know, my, my reader was saying, you know, that makes her feel bad. She feels like she's being selfish and, you know, the wife's very good at manipulating her. And then she feels, you know, resentment, right. And all the, it's a, right. So she's like, it really resonated with me. And I would like, you know, if you could talk more about it, because this is something that really people will come up against as they go on this journey of personal growth and inner transformation and all these, this wonderful things, because what starts to happen is you start changing your thinking a lot. You start seeing things very differently. You start seeing that the thought system, beliefs, and perceptions you were holding before probably led you to do all sorts of stuff you didn't want to do. It That ego kind of thought system that most of us live by, it has a lot of fucked up ideas about, you know, what makes a good person and what, what it means to be a nice person or a good person and, you know, what we owe other people, especially family, our obligation, all this other stuff, right? So again, you're operating under this system that has all these like fucked up thoughts and it makes probably, again, makes us do all these things that maybe we didn't really want to do. We were doing a lot of things we thought we should be doing, but then we realized maybe I don't have to be doing that stuff. A lot of people, there was a lot of sacrifice and, and all martyr and all this stuff, right? And then you start going on this journey where you're introduced to these new perspectives, you start prioritizing your self-care, your own needs, your own happiness. And again, you start seeing things differently. You start seeing a lot of the ways you've been operating now. You might be like, I kind of really don't want to do that anymore. You recognize a lot of uh, dynamics of certain relationships you have, you know, particularly with families, the big one usually, and spouses, kids. You start seeing like, oh, that's kind of, there's some fucked up stuff going on there. I need to kind of change that. You start uncovering how much of your uh, your actions, especially towards certain people in your life, and, and the, again, the dynamic was driven by some sense of guilt and obligation, and again, doing all these things that you don't really want to be doing, that you're realizing now you don't have to be doing. So all of this personal growth work, it might start making you quote unquote selfish because you're going to start doing things in a way where again, you're prioritizing your needs, your self-care, rightly so, your own well-being, your own happiness, moving away from toxic relationship dynamics, stopping people pleasing, again, all these things you might've been doing before. And it will be seen as selfish because your old thought system is still in place. So you'll think you're being selfish. Other people will think you're being selfish because like I said before, right, 
when people stop getting what they want because you doing what you want means that they're not going to get what they want from you anymore, that they're going to stop getting things from you that they're very used to getting. It's very common, right, in that scenario that you're the selfish one. But again, right, it's the exact opposite. They're being the selfish one for, you know, thinking that what they want is more important and you need to subjugate to their needs, sacrifice for them. Uh, Again, you're not being a good person or a nice person by not giving these people what they think they want or need from you. And this is uncomfortable a lot of times. Like, you know, the example with my reader talking about with her wife, you know, thinking, um, you know, she, she doesn't really, uh, on some level, I'm sure she understands she's not doing anything wrong, but because the spouse reacts in that way, most of us were not totally clear on our choices. We're not totally clear on doing these sorts of things. So it pushes those buttons, the parts of us that lack clarity about these ways of operating. So then there's a part of us that thinks, am I being selfish? Am I being mean? You know, this thing's hurting their feelings. Is, am I doing the wrong thing? And then you, it feels uncomfortable and, and you, again, on some level, you know, it's okay, but you're still not totally clear on it because you still have that other conditioning. And what happens now is we're faced with choices because a lot of us, if we're honest, you're probably starting to realize, or maybe you've realized for a long time that there's certain changes you want to make in your life. There's certain shifts, there's certain, again, dynamics and relationships. And you're like, uh, this needs to change. I have a really dysfunctional dynamic with my mother because I've let her guilt me all my life in and manipulate me into doing the stuff she wants to do. And I thought that I should be doing all those things. And I thought that's how it was. Even though I kind of didn't want to, I thought that was the right thing to do. But now I'm realizing, again, you start seeing things in this whole different way. And you're just like, wait a minute. This is, this is all really fucked up. I don't have to be doing this stuff. I don't owe anybody these things. I'm under no obligation. Uh, all of this sacrifice and putting everyone's needs above mine, all of that martyr thing I've been doing, there's nothing noble or good in that. That's craziness. I'm not going to do that anymore. So again, you start seeing that, but then actually making those changes. Some of you might be realizing that you're not ready to do that. You don't feel comfortable doing that. You might have known for a long time that there are certain things you've wanted to change, but you feel bad. You feel uncomfortable. And even though you're unhappy now doing the things you don't want to do and then all these different dynamics and how people treat you and all these things and you're unhappy about it and it, it, it's unpleasant to the ego, mind, personality self, Changing that is even more unpleasant because you're afraid, again, of being labeled selfish. You're afraid of conflict. You're afraid of criticism. You're afraid what people are going to think. And again, because you don't have full clarity on doing it, there's a part of you that thinks maybe it is wrong to do that. Maybe it's not right how I feel. Maybe I should be doing that thing. Maybe that is my obligation. Maybe that is my responsibility. This, again, we have all these ideas of what it means to be a good mother or father or son or daughter or uh, spouse or neighbor or citizen or whatever. And a lot of it is, it's very fucked up and it's not really accurate and it causes us a lot of pain and suffering on all around, on all sides. Because you have people doing stuff that they don't want to be doing, that they don't have to be doing. And then in doing those things, you're enabling other people's dysfunctions and bad behaviors and it's not helping them either, right? Just in his example. But anyway... So kind of got off the little track there, but what I was trying to say was, so as you start making these realizations, you're going to be faced with a choice of whether you act on them or not. 
And some of you, like I said, you might've been realizing that you haven't been acting on these things. There are things you really want to do. There are things you really want to say. There are changes you really want to make, but you're just too uncomfortable. Fear of conflict, uh, being criticized, tension, and all these different things. You don't want to deal with that. People thinking bad things about you, judging you in ways that are uncomfortable. Them thinking things about you that you know are not true when you, you can't have people think that about you. You couldn't handle it. So then you don't do these things. You don't make these quote-unquote selfish choices. And here's the thing. Ultimately, we can all do whatever we want. But one of the things that we need to start doing in this circumstance is we have to start taking ownership that we are making choices. Because to the mind, the mind thinks if something's really uncomfortable or really hard, that's a valid reason not to do it. It's a reason, but it's not a valid reason. That there's nothing literally physically stopping us from making these choices. We just don't want to make these changes because there's a high degree of discomfort and we're afraid of the fallout of what would happen if we were to do that. So we have to take ownership that we might be doing things right now that we don't want to be doing. We're not doing things that we would rather be doing because there's a discomfort in, in, in doing those things and making those choices. And we take ownership of that, and then we no longer feel um, all the bitterness and resentment, like talking about with, uh, you know, my reader, for example, talking about that dynamic with her spouse, right, was creating uh, resentment. And where does resentment come from? We only feel resentful. That, that feeling's really ultimately triggered by our belief that someone else is causing our pain and it's someone else's fault that we're in this circumstance, right? So then we feel resentful towards them. And that's a very particularly toxic emotion because no one likes to feel like other people are directly responsible for your negative feeling or because of them, I have to be in this situation that I find extremely unpleasant and that I really don't like and it's their fault. And of course, right, that resentment, it's, it's a very toxic feeling. So when we take ownership it starts to cut down on those very toxic feelings of resentment and bitterness and, you know, blaming other people because we realize, oh, it's really not their fault. And it doesn't mean letting them off the hook. That other person, they might have their own issues they need to work through. But how we respond, the choice, that's still up to us. We can, we can do things differently. And if we choose not to, again, we can ultimately do whatever we want. But we have to take ownership that we're making a choice. I'm owning that this thing, this, I have this weird dynamic with my mother and she takes advantage of me with not really taking advantage of me. Ego mind thinks she's taking advantage of me because of that messed up perception. But I realize I'm, I'm making a choice to not stand up for myself or to not say no. Um, I want to tell her that I don't want to do this thing or that thing for her anymore. There's something I want to share with her that bothers me about how she treats me, something about our dynamic. I want to address it, but I'm really scared because that's my mom and uh, she raised me and blah, blah, all that shit, right? And then it's like, okay, so I'm not going to say anything. And then there's the resentment and the bitterness thinking it's their fault that I'm in this circumstance and I'm having all these horrible feelings and doing all this shit that I don't want to do. But then I realized, oh, okay, I could say something. I could put my foot down. I could say, I'm not going to do this thing anymore, or this is not working for me and something needs to change, but I'm choosing not to. I recognize I'm uncomfortable making this decision and I'm owning the fact that I'm choosing to stay in the circumstance. Because when you take that ownership, when you see you have some agency in the situation, 
You still might not be happy because you're doing something you don't want to do that's never going to feel good. But all that extra layer of like toxicity of the resentment, which is that that's the real suffering, that starts going away because you recognize, oh, it's not their fault. It's not about saying it's your fault. It's not about shifting blame. It's just about recognizing what's really at play and recognizing that you're worried about making these choices, about making these changes because... You're worried about what people are going to think of you. You're worried about conflict. You're worried about upsetting people. You're worried about people thinking bad things about you. And then you realize, oh, okay, I could do this if I wanted to. It would be really, really hard. It would be really, really uncomfortable. So I'm not going to do that. Or at least I'm not going to do it right now. And again, that's fine. Ultimately, we can do whatever we want. Some of these changes, it takes time. We have to build up a bit of an energetic, emotional momentum to really really feel confident in doing these things. And some people, there might be things, maybe you'll never say anything ever. Again, that's your prerogative. You can do whatever you want, but just make sure you're taking ownership of I'm choosing to stay in this situation. I'm choosing not to say these things I want to say. I'm choosing to not make the decision I'd rather make in this situation. I'm choosing this this discomfort of doing what I don't want to do over the discomfort of speaking my mind, speaking my truth, standing up for myself, putting my foot down, making this choice I want to make, and all the discomfort that might come from that. So the, both situations have their, their negative feelings attached to them. And it's okay, well, I'm choosing the, the discomfort of uh, feeling like I have to do shit I don't want to do because I'm too scared to, to speak my mind. And it's like, again, we can all do whatever we want, but we have to take ownership of it. We have to stop blaming other people for putting us in situations that we don't want to be in. Like I said before, it's not about letting other people off the hook. The other people you're dealing with, they probably have all sorts of issues they need to address. But again, how we respond to that, what we choose to do, how we choose to deal with it, it's a choice. We're, we have to recognize, I could do something differently right now. I could choose differently right now. But I'm worried that there's going to be consequences to that, that ego, mind, personality, self is not comfortable dealing with. So... Like any, all of this work, it all comes down to choices. We, we learn new information and then we choose. We choose what to do with that information. We choose to embrace these new ideas and let go of the other ideas that aren't serving us and that are painful. We recognize there are certain changes we should probably make in our life that would be beneficial for us. We start getting a better sense of how we want to move through the world, the type of person we want to be, and that will probably involve all sorts of decisions and changes in our habits and our behaviors. And again, we get to choose whether we make them or not. So yes, your personal growth work may lead you to do things and to be more quote unquote selfish because you will feel pulled to do things that will probably not sit well with other people. Like I said before, if you're someone that's like, you're, you're a people-pleasing mode all your life because you wanted people to like you and you wanted to keep the peace and that was kind of your thing and everyone's used to you saying yes no matter what, always, good old Mary can always count on her. Every time I ask for a favor, she's always there. I know I can, you know, I'll do, she'll do whatever I want and then you decide, oh yeah, I don't really want to do that anymore. I wasn't really doing all those things for people because I wanted to do them. I felt pressure. People were really good at making me feel guilty or manipulating me. I, I kind of let them do that. I always wanted to keep the peace. I thought that made me more likable. Then you realize, okay, all well, that's kind of bullshit. I'm not going to do that anymore. Then yeah, you, because you're not totally clear on this yet, you will feel like you're being selfish, even though you're not. 
And other people might think that you're being selfish, even though you're not. Because again, we have a lot of fucked up ideas about what it means to be a good person or a caring person or a good citizen or a good family member or a good this or a good that. And a lot of it is all created by the ego thought system, which is which is so dysfunctional, which no wonder all our, so many of our relationship dynamics with our fellow humans are so dysfunctional. What we think of love, it's so dysfunctional. All the, our ideas about what it means to be a loving person, and what, it's all crazy. It's all, it creates so much suffering, right? So yes, your personal growth work may lead you to be more quote-unquote selfish. And whether or not you, you actually act on these things or don't, again, at the end of the day, we get to do whatever we want. Some of you might make a realization that, you might decide, you know what, I'm doing this thing I don't really want to do, but in my personal belief system, I feel like this is the right thing to do. So again, just own you're making a choice. Don't don't think of it as like, I have to do this thing I don't want to do. I'm being forced, uh, culture, religion, social convention, all these other external you know, rules where all these rules come from. It's like, I'm making a choice. I believe I have to do this thing that's painful. I believe as uh, it's my obligation as a daughter to do this for my parent or whatever the case may be. So again, just own it. And when you start making these realizations that you want to make these changes in your life and it's going to maybe make some waves with other people, again, you get to do whatever you want, but hopefully you know, this, you'll embrace this belief system deeply enough where you'll feel confident actually acting on these realizations and prioritizing your self-care and being more comfortable saying no, if that was always your issue, like you always felt bad saying no, um, making more time for yourself. And that means less time to, I don't know, maybe your daughter, you know, you're just like her free daycare and she asks you to watch her kids several days a week. And she just has that expectation as grandma that, you know, well, you're retired. You got a lot of free time. Hey, you should want to watch your grandkids eight hours a day, four days a week. And you might be like, yeah, I don't really want to do that shit anymore. Is your daughter going to be happy about that? No, probably not. Is she going to think that you're maybe being selfish or a bad grandma? Because, you know, as a woman, you know, first it was your kids are the light of your life and the only thing you need to be happy. And a good grandma, what makes a good grandma? Your grandkids are the center of your world and that's all you need to be happy, right? All that, All this bullshit, right? So it's like, so you can decide, okay, either I keep doing that, not wanting to do it, or I tell her, you know, I need more time for myself. This is too much. You need to find different arrangements. You're, I love your kids. They're my grandkids. I love them, but they're your children. They're ultimately your responsibility, right? So that's just an example. So a big part of this journey, you know, a lot of what slows us down, I guess, if you want to think of it that way on this journey is other people in different ways because we start making these different changes. We start making these different realizations about who we are, the life we want to live, what our authentic true self is and all these different things. And then we can kind of get held back by, we don't want to make certain changes in our life because we're worried what people are going to think about us. They're not going to understand. They're going to think we're weird. We're worried about, again, this, what I'm talking about here with this podcast, making certain changes, um, you doing what you want means other people might not be getting what they want. It's going to impact them in some way that they perceive as negative. They don't like that. And then you're selfish. And then you worry, oh, I don't want to be selfish. And I'm not quite comfortable saying this or doing this. So then you, because what starts to happen is why it's good to try to develop some sort of exit strategy eventually and try to figure this out is once you start realizing these things, there's going to be a tension there that you're going to be much more aware of. Because before, 
you might have had, again, you had a thought system where like you thought like you just had to do all this shit you didn't want to do. As uh, I'm, I'm obligated as a good family member, I should do this and I should do that for my kids, my grandkids, my, my spouse, whatever. So you were operating under this thought system. You were doing stuff you didn't really want to do, but you never really thought about it. You really weren't thinking there was an alternative. That was just, again, that was your thought system. That was your belief that you had to do this thing that felt bad because of whatever reason, right? But now once you start doing this work, you're being exposed to new ideas. You're being presented with alternative perceptions of, of the world and of yourself and of different circumstances. You're learning about these different ideas about, you know, what it means to be a good person or all these, all these things, right? So then you're learning this. You're starting to question the old thought system. You're starting to think more deeply. You're looking at your life through a different filter now, like your, your choices and your circumstances, current and past, like everything, like there's a new filter on it and you're looking at things differently and you're seeing things differently and you're going to start making realizations of like, oh yeah, I want to change this, this dynamic here. That's not really healthy with this person. That I need to probably do something about that. Um, and you start to see, it's like, Oh, I have to start doing things differently. And whether or not you do it, again, it's, it's ultimately a choice. But you want to, like I said, you, you do want to try to work on doing these things. Because like I said, once you start having this new filter in place, once you start making these new realizations, and then you continue to live under the old thought system, the ego thought system, but you realize now, yeah, that's all kind of fucked up. I don't really want to do that. I really should, you know, I don't have to be doing this thing or I don't have to be putting up with that behavior from this person. I don't need to keep this person, whatever, again, whatever the realization is. And then you don't do anything about it. That's going to feel bad. Because like I said, before you had no idea of any other alternative way of looking. It was just how it was. And that was your world. And that's what you were locked into. But now that there's this new filter and you're looking at yourself through this new filter, but then you're still kind of acting from the old thought system, the old filter. Again, there's going to be a tension there because now you're going to be more aware of like, oh, I don't have to, I don't, this thing that feels bad, I don't have to be doing this actually. <laughs> I don't have to. I don't owe this person anything. This, this thing is not my response. This thing I'm doing, this thing that this person is making me feel like is my responsibility. That's not my responsibility. I don't have to keep this person in my life that I don't like just because I feel bad. I don't want to hurt their feelings by ending the friendship. Again, whatever the, the situation is. So that's why I talked about before. That's why it's so important to take that ownership because a lot of people, they might not right away be like, oh, I don't have to do that. Okay, cool. I'm not going to do that anymore. Oh, I don't owe that person anything. Okay, I'm going to stop, right? It's like, and technically you could, and like, that's awesome. But a lot of us, it might take a little bit. We have to muster up a little bit of courage to actually act on these, these realizations. Again, so that's why the ownership is so important because there might be a transition period where you're not like, you're realizing what needs to be done, but you're not quite ready to do it. So it's like, okay, well, how do I minimize that pain? How do I minimize that tension? It's like, oh, ownership of my choices. Realizing I, at any moment, I could basically essentially do and say whatever I want, whatever I feel like, but I feel uncomfortable. But I'm trying to move away from the thought system now where I was blaming everyone else for foisting their problems upon me and making me deal with their bullshit and dragging me into their drama and this thing and that thing. But it was like, oh, that wasn't their fault. That was me. I didn't have to do that, but I chose to do that for whatever reason I thought I had to, 
whatever my thinking was, that was the thinking. My mind was like, this is the, your op. This is what you have to do. Really? Essentially it sucks, but no, sorry. It's like, Oh, I don't have to do that anymore. So again, the ownership of, okay, I see now I can change this situation. I can say no. I can stop being the people pleaser. I can set the boundaries. I could stop doing things I don't want to do. I could stop feeling like I owe people things that I actually don't owe them. I can I can put all that down. I could put that away. But if I'm not there yet, the first step really is to getting in that better space energetically is I have to take ownership of the fact that I'm choosing not to do this. Because we've all been there, right? Sometimes it's like a one-off thing. Someone asks you for a favor and you feel like you don't feel like doing it, but you feel bad saying no. So you say yes. It's like, yeah, that's really no big deal. Then if we do that a lot, it's a problem. Then for a lot of us, right, it's more, it's a bigger, like ongoing thing where your mom is always guilting and manipulating you. And it's like an ongoing thing of you catering to her and her guilt and her dysfunction. And it's like, then obviously those are big, that, that's a bigger problem, obviously, right? Because this is something, it's not this one-off like little, uh, I didn't feel like doing it, but I said yes anyway, and it took an hour of my time. This, like a lot of us, it's these ongoing things with like dysfunctional relationship dynamics, our personal aspects of our personality were like, again, people pleasing. So you're always, you know, trying to do everything for everybody. You're never saying no, and you're stretched thin with commitments and everyone, every time anyone asks you for, oh yeah, sure, no problem, or getting sucked into people's drama and feeling like it's your responsibility to help them out of their problems all the time that's right because that's ongoing so that that sucks because then it's like continuous bad feelings so again when you start making these realizations if you're not going to act on them yet you need to take ownership of I could be doing I realize now I don't have to be doing this thing I realize now that the choices I want to make they're not wrong they're okay I realize now like in the case of the woman with the uh you know with her spouse Oh, me doing, wanting my independent time. So again, things you might've already been doing, but you're feeling guilty about, you realize, oh yeah, like I don't need to actually feel bad about that. And I'm going to try to not feel bad about that because it's not wrong for me to want time by myself. Being in a good relationship, again, that's a good idea of like a dysfunctional thought. A lot of people, their idea of a good relationship or, or a happy relationship is like you want to do everything together all the time. You want to be together all the time because that means you really love each other. And of course, if you love somebody, don't you want to be around them, right? See all that fucked up thinking and it's like, no, that's craziness, right? Who wants to be around anybody all the time? I mean, we're all our own person. So yeah, your personal growth journey it might make you quote unquote more selfish because you're being introduced to a thought system that's very different than our current thought system, ego, personality, self thought system that wherever it came from, I don't know, but that it just molded over time, I guess there's a lot of dysfunctional thinking there. And if there's, and if we're basing our life on dysfunctional thinking, we're probably doing a lot of shit that feels bad. We're probably creating a lot of problems for ourselves. We've probably been doing a lot of stuff that we didn't have to be doing, that we don't need to be doing, that's not our responsibility to be doing. And then this new thought system calls all that into question and you're like, shit, it's like this whole time I've been operating off this thought system that just, I, I never did anything that was made me happy or I, I totally neglected myself thinking there was something noble about that thinking there was something that made me a good person to not give a shit about myself and only care about everybody else. That's crazy. So again, right, with the because if our thinking is what in and our beliefs and what informs our, our behavior and everything we do in the world and our dynamics and our relationships with other people, 
and all of that's dysfunctional, then we start thinking, embracing this different thought system, this different idea of, of what the world is like and how the world operates and our, our, what, relation, what, what constitutes a healthy relationship and the importance of like self-care and loving yourself and all that. And again, if that's all informing, if all that informs our action and how we live our life, what human us does day in and day out, yeah, of course, there's probably going to be lots of changes that are going to be coming down the pike. And some of them, again, will seem quote unquote selfish, but they're not, of course, but you'll think they are initially at least because you're still, you know, that other thought system is, you know, pretty deeply ingrained. Those buttons will be pushed and then other people will perceive them that way and that's going to sting. And again, if you're not going to do certain things, at least right away, just make sure you're owning it because that's not about blaming yourself or beating yourself up being like, oh, it's all your fault because you could do something about it. But again, that ownership, it's not about blame or beating ourselves up or criticism. It's, empo- it's about empowerment because how much better would it feel right now? Because how bad does it feel right now to be doing a bunch of shit you don't want to do because you think other people are making you do it? And social convention is making you do it. And your mom is making you do it. And your religion is making you do it. All these things that aren't you imposing their view. And then you have to do this thing that's painful. And then again, there's that that bitterness, that resentment. It's very toxic. That feels pretty bad. Doesn't it feel a lot better to realize, okay, there's actually another way. I'm choosing at least right now to not pursue that other way, to not make that choice, to not say this thing. But I recognize I'm making a choice. I recognize right now I'm choosing to be in a circumstance I don't want to be in. And hopefully I'm going to work on changing that so that eventually I will make that choice that I want to make. I will stand up for myself in that way that I want to stand up for myself. I will set that boundary. Excuse me. I will have that uncomfortable conversation with this person. I will prioritize my self-care. I will make those choices that are more like that allow me to live whatever authentic life is, whatever that means to you, whatever you think is living authentically for you personally. I'm going to work on doing that. That feels a lot better, right? Because even though you're still in the situation you don't want to be in, that layer of suffering that comes from thinking it's not your, it's someone else's fault that you're doing it. Because how, how angry does it feel right now? How angry do you get thinking that other people, excuse me, my voice is leaving, are manipulating you and guilting you and then you're blaming them for doing shit that you don't want to do? How, how horrible, how intense are those feelings towards that person, that resentment, that bitterness? It's intense. It just sucks. We don't want to feel that. You want to realize, okay, I, don't, oh, I, can, I can embrace a perception that cuts down on that because that feels really bad. I really like feel really, really bad feelings towards this person. I really like, ugh, like, and especially if it's someone close to you that you have to see a lot, like your spouse or your mother or a sibling or somebody. It's like, I don't want to feel that way. And again, it's not about blame shift because the, the mind hears this because the mind's one of the mind's filters is blame. So when it hears you can't blame other people, again, it sells its blame hat on. So it's like, oh, so I blame myself. Well, that's fucked up. I don't want to blame me. I, I want to keep blaming them. It's like, no, it's not about blame. It's about empowerment. It's about taking responsibility and ownership because it feels good. It feels good to realize, okay, I realize I'm making a choice here. I want to get out of this situation eventually. I hope that I, I'm going to really make a concerted effort to change this circumstance, to change this dynamic, to change this. I really want to, but I recognize right now that I'm not because I'm not comfortable doing it. And I feel empowered that, 
I actually do have a choice. I'm not making the ideal choice yet. I, I realize that. And I realize I'm choosing to do that. But in recognizing my choice, I don't feel, I can't feel bitter and resentful towards this, these people or society at large anymore or whatever, because it's like, it's not their fault. I'm choosing to be in this circumstance. That's empowering. That's good. And with that ownership of the choice, hopefully that will get the ball rolling on realizing, okay, I, I could actually choose differently here. I haven't yet. I'm not yet. I recognize that, but I will do it. So again, this work, like anything, all of this work is always about choice because it's, you learn new information, you get new data, you get new perceptions, new ways of looking at the world, different advice. And it's like, okay, which do I choose? And then of course, it's like, first it's choosing to embrace these ideas as valid. And then the second choice follows is do I actually, okay, because all of this work is not about gathering this information. It's about living it. So that's where the next layer of choice comes in. Is like, okay, I've learned all of this stuff. Now am I going to like live from it? Is this, is this belief system going to be the filter now? Okay, this is my new filter. Is this going to inform how I human me acts and everything I do in this body? And all my choices and the things I, my habits, my behaviors, all of that. That's the next layer of choice. So you recognize that you're being presented with a perception that's telling you all the things you want to do, they're not selfish. They're good. It's good. You have every right to make that choice. This new belief system, this new perception is telling you all this stuff right now that you don't want to be doing, but you think you need to be doing because it's the quote unquote right thing to do or whatever. This, this belief system is telling you, no, that's not actually true. You don't have to be doing these things. You don't have these obligations that you think you do. You're not required to do all these things you think you're doing. You don't owe these people all these things you think you owe them. Your ideas of what it means to be a good or a nice person, they're, they're really fucked up. That's not actually true. All your ideas of what you think it means to, to love and, and what's a healthy relationship, and all, yeah, none of that's true. So that's like, okay, if I embrace that belief system, if I embrace those perceptions, then it means that all these things I'm doing right now that I don't want to do, it's okay to stop doing them. All these things I'm not allowing myself to do that I know I really want to do that I think would be good, that, that belief system is giving me permission to do them. So again, there's that second layer of choice. If I choose to embrace these perceptions that feel better, these, this other way of looking at the world and at myself, and then again, the second layer of choice is now that means that I'm allowed to make choices from that space. And those choices will be very different than the choices I've been making. A lot of those choices will seem quote unquote selfish but they're actually not selfish. I have to get comfortable with that. I have to get comfortable with the idea that a lot of people will not see it that way and they will think that I'm selfish or they'll think I'm this or whatever the judgment is. Selfish is a big one. I think that's the biggest fear we have is people thinking we're selfish because it means, right, being selfish is you're not a quote-unquote good person. So that's another part of this too is You can embrace these perceptions and recognize they're not selfish, but you have to get comfortable with the fact that a lot of other people will think they are selfish. They're not going to see things the way you do. There's still an ego, fucked up ego thought system that has all its distorted ideas about family and love and good, what's a good person and all this stuff, right? So that's another part of this too is uh, we have to get comfortable with a lot of people aren't going to see things the way we see them. And we have to accept that they'll have their judgments about us that 
unless you become a totally enlightened being with 1000% clarity, which most of us don't have, that might sting a bit. There's going to be a little part of you where that button's going to be pushed and you're like, and you're going to question, am I selfish? Is this wrong for me to do it? Do I owe this person this? Do, is that something I should be doing that for that person or I should be living my life this way or I do whatever? And that's part of that journey is that questioning, that discomfort, that acceptance of we have that humanity. And again, unless you're some totally enlightened being, you're probably going to get caught up in that stuff sometimes. And part of the journey is being willing to sit with that, being willing to question it, willing to be with it. And then again, that conscious choice of choosing in favor of the belief system where it's like, no, that is okay. I am okay. This is all good. I'm making the right choices. This is okay. I'm not this other thing, that other thought system messed up. I don't want to, I don't want to abide by that one anymore. So yeah, if you're worried that your personal growth journey will make you more quote unquote selfish, you're not wrong about that because you've probably been doing a lot of stuff and you don't want to be doing living your life in a way, you know, that was being influenced by a very dysfunctional thought system that made you think that, you know, you are selfish if you don't do certain things and that you have certain obligations to people that you owe people certain things again a very distorted idea of what it means to be a good person or a nice person or a fear of you know wanting to be liked and that made you do stuff and that's another thing too this journey you know makes you more comfortable with is you know you get more comfortable with the idea of you know not being liked perhaps or you don't worry as much about what other how other people perceive you and again if a lot of your actions were being influenced by worrying about that then yeah you've probably been doing a lot of things you don't want to be doing you might stop doing them and people aren't going to be happy about that but again it's not your problem you're not doing anything wrong and we have to get comfortable with the idea that you're moving into a thought system, you're moving into a, perce- a a world that's not inhabited by as many people, you know, that's, it's a rarer group, and you're going to be around a lot of people that aren't going to get it, they're going to perceive things in a way that it's not going to sit well with you, probably, and part of this journey, again, is just getting comfortable with all that discomfort, because if you, the deeper you go into this work, and the more clarity you get about these thoughts, these, these, per- this other, per- these other perceptions, this other set of beliefs, that, you know, spiritual truth and all that, all these different things, it's like you get more confident in it and then you get more confident and the more confident you get in it, the less dissent other people not agreeing will bother you because it's like you, you're, because the only reason that all that stuff bothers us is because essentially we're not fully clear, right? So we still have that insecurity. We still have that doubt. And then like the other people's criticism and questioning, right? Pushes those buttons, it triggers it. But the more confident you get, the less it will bother you. I promise you that because you have, again, you have that clarity. You have that stronger confidence in those perceptions. And another thing that happens too is as you get that clarity, as you get more confident, it's not a guarantee, but what a lot of people notice happens is you might, because you're not as much of a match for the criticism and a match for the judgment and the questioning, it happens less. Other people still might feel the same way about it, but you just don't attract that version of them where they're going to be like openly hostile towards you or openly questioning or criticizing you. So that's another thing too to keep in mind is like you become less of a match for the criticism. It's not a guarantee because sometimes you'll still get it, but it won't bother you as much. So when it doesn't bother you as much, it's not a problem. Our circumstances are really never the actual problem. It's our emotional response is what we don't like. So if something happens and it doesn't bother you anymore as much, then you're not going to care. It's like, okay, who cares? This person said this thing to me, but I don't really care. So it's like big deal, right? So yeah, 
that's it guys. This personal growth journey, yes, it will probably make you more selfish, but not actually selfish, right? That's what I always want to remember, but that's the, the words that the mind tends to use. You have choices to make. You're either going to make these changes you realize you want to make or you won't. Hopefully, eventually you'll make them. But if you're in a position now, if you're being honest with yourself, where you're like, I'm probably not going to do that right now. I'm not quite ready. I'm uncomfortable. I'm scared. Again, it's fine, you know, but own it. Own that you're making a choice. You could set that boundary. You could express your displeasure in a situation. You could say, no, I'm not going to do this thing for this person anymore. You could do it. But if you're choosing not to, again, it's fine, but just recognize I am making a choice and you will feel a lot better about it. But like I said, there's going to be a tension now because you're aware of all of this now. So get comfortable with that tension because it won't go away until you make the change. And again, but as long as you're just recognizing what's going on and you're in making that transition, hopefully to this new version of yourself, you know, just keep trying, just keep moving forward. But again, if you're in a position where you realize I'm not probably going to do anything about this or I'm not going to say anything, just own it. Because when you own it, a lot of the suffering you feel now will start going away because most of that suffering is feeling like you're blaming other people for like holding you back or manipulating you or whatever the mind is telling you, right? And it's like, oh, none of that's actually happening. It's a good thing. It's not about blaming yourself. It's about empowering yourself by recognizing that you're making a choice. So I hope you guys enjoyed this. Have a great day or night. And for more content, products, and info about my coaching, head on over to livelifemadetoorder.com. Bye-bye.